mint green with a bright red handle. This door is the most unique yet. The eight panes of glass that are set into the door are frosted over from the cold. You place your hand on the cherry red handle and pull, and the door swings open towards you with a blast of warm air. All of you recall being in Dancer's Mancer. Um, if you recall last, you were left behind. One of you sent an unseen servant to go with Dancer as Dancer retired to his quarters for reasons unknown. Yet your insight checks revealed that he does not intend you malice at the very least. Hey, hey Frosty. Yes. Is he okay? What do you mean? He just seemed... a little off. What's he, where's he going? Uh, Dancer has always been a little... um... What is... He is... He is very small. And very... insecure about it. Sometimes it leads him to act... strangely. He, he does, he's fine. I think it's cute that he's small. I also find it rather adorable, but he does not enjoy being adorable. Mm. So, a moment, all of you. What are we going to do to stop what you described as the literal apocalypse? You must have a plan. He looks over at Paco Bell specifically. Well, I, I... I mean, it's not full farmed, but I thought maybe we would just go to some mountains. Maybe we we can tell Miss Claus to maybe wake Santa. I don't know if this is even possible, but then... Maybe if we... I don't... We need to go to the mountains, I think, and, and stop the Crimplings. Maybe we can uh, kill them all in the egg. Or we... I don't know. Make... Like friends? It seems like many things happened all at once. Yeah. Hmm. That's a busy three months. If that is our plan, to go to the mountains and stop this before it happens, we could go to Mrs. Claus and see if we can... You know she can give us help we have i mean two of the great old ones here dancer knows our he knows what's going on now god i mean this is this is hot i i know they're very you know always very particular about the, the, the torpor making sure that santa gets the whole rest before the big day but you know uh, desperate times and something else I don't even know if she can wake him up, but it's maybe better for her God, to know. Not so sure if it's been done. Maybe that's the first stop. We we go and tell Mrs. Claus and then take it from there. Play it by ear, so to speak. Hallie Spruce. Oh yeah, that's that's super super illegal to wake up Santa. Super illegal. 
But like, why though? Because, because then if he's not sleeping, then he doesn't have all the energy to go through all the chimneys, and then, then what happens? Chaos. Does it? Yeah. Well, it did. <gasps> the thing is, if this goes the same way, we won't have some magic anyway, because it's going to run out. Yeah, so maybe he needs to wake up. Maybe... Maybe some kids just don't get Christmas. Hallie, full gasp. Dramatic gasp. Like, full... <gasps> I know. Let's... Let's not be crazy. I'm sure it won't come to that. It's Santa. He can fix it, of course. Decide on the children whose Christmas will be sacrificed. Maybe there's a partially naughty list and say don't get it either. Can like can like somebody help Santa? Like can they go to the the kids that he's not gonna get to? There's only one sleigh. Oh. I don't know if that's the reason why, but Yeah, but like what if what if Spruce, what if there was like another bunch of reindeer that could take presents. Chad, dude, exactly. Like, yeah. Like a whole, like a, like another team. Divide and like, get the stuff done, man. Yeah. We have to, we have to, we have to go tell them. We have to go tell Mrs. Claus. We have to. This is, this is the best idea that's ever happened. Hallie over here ready to break the law immediately. It's a, strong concept, but we should start maybe with only the information and let Mrs. Klaus decide from there. She's, you know, the executor of his uh, divine will, so to speak. Yeah, but, but what if she hasn't thought about it yet? And we just have to say it. Like, you know how sometimes when, like, you have an idea but, like, it's not, it's somebody else they say it and then you hear it and you're like, that's a great idea and I'm doing that now. Sometimes an idea is so good, right, that it's scary, and it might frighten her from uh, help. She might just kick us out. She can't. I don't think she can. She's got like cookies and Santa. I don't think she'll, she can kick us out. Cookies and Santa are a national need that everyone should have access to at all times. It's like water. You can't bar someone from getting water. Oh, I see. You're. You're a cookinist. Okay, I didn't know. Okay. A cookinist. Hey, don't underestimate underestimate her. I, who? It's all a game of chessmen. <laughs> Watch your language. <laughs> Frosty, can you get us in front of Mrs. Claus? Yeah, could you get us an audience? I can do what I can. I have not spoken to her since last Christmas. She might be willing to see me. Um, I can go and see what I can do. If that doesn't work, we can always put on a play and she has to come watch it. I don't think that's a rule. Frosty kind of pauses and looks over at, at, at Jack and Packlebell and then again at Spruce and is like, like kind of in the, did, did I miss the context that would make that make sense? You have to ask. Pachelbel just shrugs. Yeah. Musically. 
Huh? Jingle jangle. Um, jangle. <laughs> so he he does it, but there's little tiny bell sounds when he does. Just... Everything he does, he does with bells on. It's true. So Frosty's going to get up. We should find a place that we could meet back. Yeah. I mean, we could fight by the well. I don't have anywhere else to go. I will meet you again by the well in two hours. If I'm not back by then, go about world saving. Um. Be back by then, Frosty. I'm going... Jack, I'm going to see Mrs. Claus. I am not going to fight the Grinchlings. Okay, well... Don't go fighting any yetis, either. I will make every attempt. I'll try not to fight Mrs. Claus, as well. Well, I mean, if you have to fight, I'm not telling you don't fight. Just don't... No, no, it's fine. As soon as as soon as soon I see them, I will allow them to tear me limb from limb in front <laughs> of a greater audience. Oh, Frosty. Um, just be careful. Again... I am going to seek an audience with an old friend. I am not pistols at dawning someone. All right, all right, all right. He laughs. Frosty's going to get up and he tips his hat and then he's going to mosey off. His snow feet's making weird sounds as he goes. It takes about another ten minutes for you. Wonder if Dancer's coming back. Dancer's coming back. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted this too. I don't know. It just yell until he does. Everybody, give me your best reindeer yell, just just for me. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> there we go. That's it. Jen- Jenna had what I was expecting. They do honks. They do powerful honks. It is not long before a small elf, dressed as a festive butler, comes down into the hall. There is a small cloth draped over his arm that you notice later is actually present wrapping. Pardon me. Uh, unfortunately, Lord Dancer will be indisposed for the rest of the evening. He gives you his greatest and most sincere apologies. Shallow dude, that's all right. We'll just, like, kick it here. Unfortunately, it is time for us to clean the manor. No time for guests. Cha, dude. Sick. Got it. So? Dudes? Dudes? Shaka bra, my dudes. Shaka bra. Nux, my little man, yeah. He uh, does a teeny little elven fist bump. Okay, well, uh, good night. And <laughs> Taco Bell will walk out. Seeing the fist bump on the way out, Hallie tries to do like a cool reindeer headbutt, but just like bonk. <laughs> Uh, roll for me. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, what? <laughs> roll an attack. <laughs> I don't want to hurt him. I don't. That's like an eight. 
Okay, so he kind of like hops back as you do that and attempt to not be concussed by your hard reindeer <laughs> skull. Man, if you would just knock this guy out cold, that would have been so funny. <laughs> All right, Spruce, Jack? Spruce is gonna set the little, little feller up and just like dust him off. Thanks, bro. And just walk out. I'll do a head nod to him, like a, a down one, not an up one. He will match you with energy for each of your goodbyes and closes the door behind you. You hear the loud of the candy cane deadbolt being slid into position. As we're leaving, I'm mentally commanding the unseen servant to hurry back. Mm-hmm. Cool. You all are sort of convening in the courtyard before Dancer's Mancer. And Pucklebell's kind of holding back as he's waiting for his unseen servant to come. As you all sort of wait around, you hear the noise of the crowd outside in the greater city. You see a small group of people, one of whom seems to be standing on a present box uh, that appears to be uh, emphatically making a speech to the overall people, many of whom walk by seemingly unimpressed. What kind of speech is it? As you get closer and listen in, you can see that it is a female elf who is emphatically preaching about the sharing of magic, about how the hoarding of magic ultimately is a disservice to the world. She talks about how our fellow brothers, this is a time for giving. Our spirit is one of generosity and love. The magic should be shared. Everybody seems relatively unimpressed by this group overall. One of them seems to be handing out brightly colored pamphlets. I look to Paco Bell. He just kind of like shrugs and shakes his head. Uh, we would have seen this sort of thing in the days preceding, right? It is not an uncommon movement, but it is one that you are surprised is as publicly upfront about itself as it is given that many people who believe in this tend to keep it to themselves for fear of public retribution is it illegal it's not that it's illegal it's that it is generally discouraged not illegal but they'll probably be harassed by you know elf cops at some point i think the best thing to do is probably to just ignore this uh if we have bigger fish to fry, so to speak. As Spruce is walking by, he's gonna take one of the little pamphlets. Okay. And just be like, oh, sick dude, thanks. I don't mean this insultingly. Can Spruce read? No, God, no. <laughs> okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. It's rolling papers. But it's free <laughs> gifts. Like. Spruce's fatal flaw is he will accept any gift at any point, and everything given is a gift. Absolutely. All right. It is at this time, Packlebell, that your unseen servant will return to you. I'm an artificer. Do I have pen and paper? I can't imagine why you would, wouldn't. would Surely, right? Um, okay, I'd like to hand that to the unseen servant. Say, write down everything you saw, please. What the unseen servant will describe is going to be that it appears that Dancer got in contact with someone and while did not directly relay the information you gave, said that he had information to give. There was something about a negotiation that would take place in exchange of this information. I share it immediately. 
Yeah, so um, it's looking like uh, dancers, uh, maybe not, maybe not on the up and up. Is stalking maybe having coal? Wink, wink. Yeah, I mean, I get that feeling too. But what if he was doing something in our favor? Since I go away to do it. Good point. I think surely not Frosty. Frosty, of course, would not know this. I don't think so either. He was with us. Yeah, well, so was Dancer until he went upstairs. Another good point. I trust Frosty, though. Well, you would. This guy, he's making some good points. He's <laughs> making some good points. He's <laughs> got some good points. Look, I... I won't say anything bad about him, of course. Uh, you know I love Frosty, too, but um, he's, uh, you know, was this Dancer. I don't know. Maybe Dancer was doing something good, too. Uh, we'll have to find out. I wish I could know who he was talking to. Why would Dancer do something bad, though? Uh, second, second fiddle, maybe, to Dasher. So, maybe jealous? He also doesn't seem happy about... Yeah, he's he's also very small. Yeah. He He's a complex. Yeah. But he's one of the reindeer that draws the sleigh. That's... Why would he be unhappy about any of it? Competition's fierce, young lady. You, you, you don't know this, of course, but... I don't know. I feel like I exclusively know that. Probably better than you. Oh, sure. No... You know about the reindeer? I know about the reindeer? Yeah. I know you... a lot about the reindeer. I I don't know if you've known this about me. I am a reindeer. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We knew that. Oh, I just okay. I just you thought you about. were maybe not sure. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I know. I was talking about the, those, those reindeer. The reindeer. You know, yeah. the important reindeer. The ones that matter. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, the yeah. famous ones. Yeah. They are the ones that matter. I, I want to be very clear. I am the voice in the sky. This is not... There's not just <laughs> yeah. some random elf that's, like, wandering by and is like, <laughs> Screw random you, no-name <laughs> reindeer. No-name deer. This is the voice in her head that's going constantly. No. This guy's a big phony. <laughs> How much time do we have before we have to meet Frosty outside the well? Like an hour and a half. You've got some time to kill. I could use an eggnog. Do you, you want one? I, I think maybe we could discuss this in a bar. Can Hallie go to a bar? I'm sure they'll bring her a manger. But she's like a deer 16. <laughs> How long did deer live? Well, in deer years or in like oh, in I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deer years. <laughs> deer years. Yes. Yeah, she's like 16 in deer years. She is on the cusp of getting her permit. What? Deer. I should say, care. She's not driving anywhere or flying. You were sneaky in. I I guess, guys, you did create this world with the quiet year. Is there a legal minimum drinking age at the North Pole? <laughs> No, it's eggnog. 
alcoholic eggnog. You just <laughs> said we'll go to a bar, yeah. which yeah. implies yeah, a the has bourbon in it. Well, if you if you slip the the bartender, maybe a extra snowflake. You're paying snowflakes, obviously. I I'm sorry. You pay in snowflake. Is that like the, co- yeah. the 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 name of the currency, or do you just walk out, <laughs> scoop a fistful of snow off of the ground, and yeah. go, "Here's my mortgage payment." Yes, both. Both of these is true. What what is so valuable about snow that people are willing to exchange it for goods and services? It's not like it's magic or anything. <laughs> That only lends to my point of maybe it should have some value. Next time I go to buy gas, I'm just going to hand the guy at the gas station a fistful of leaves and see how many how many gallons of gas I can get for <laughs> it. Will this get me? Will this many get me? <laughs> it's, it's like my, the, the mortgage company opens up the envelope that I put my check in, and it's just like twigs and like <laughs> a handful of, of Starburst wrappers, maybe a bottle cap. Half a styrofoam cup. The crew is finally paying their mortgage. <laughs> I am so here for the currency, like metal currency being called snowflakes, though, because that leads to some really fucking cool coins. Yeah, those would be delightful. They'd be amazing. Look, I get ragged on every episode of Quid Pro Roll for how I manage the economy. I want to make sure that I have it correct. And if we are paying with fistfuls of frozen snow, that I am aware and can accommodate accordingly. I like the idea of it being Okay, cool. There's a big snowflake on one side. Oh, I thought it would be little cutout snowflakes, and Me each too. point like was little paper the denomination. Yeah, yeah, so like a six-pound coin had six points, and an eight-pound coin oh, had eight points. Yes. I thought, I didn't realize you meant English pounds for a second, and I thought that we were paying with a six-pound coin, yeah. like in weight, and I was like, what is it made, <laughs> what is it made out of? Lead? Yeah. Just like the yes. paint on old Christmas toys. <laughs> What if, like, when you get a certain amount of snowflakes, it's, like, just a big ball, like, silver ball, and it's a snowball? It's, like, you're 20 or 100. Maybe it's, like, the thing that they used to do. The reason that there's holes in, like, old Chinese coins is so that you could put them all on, like, a, a string. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can interlock in a way that creates... Yes! It creates a globe. Same brain. Good work. Beautiful. I love I it. I like it. All right. Together we've created this currency. And I'll still find a way to mismanage it. I just wanted to make sure I had the notes correct. I just want Santa's face and profile on it. That was my main thing. Can do. Yeah, like the Queen, you know. A.K.A. George Washington. The Queen. Yeah, the Queen of of America. Canada. Queen Washington, yeah. Yeah. Alright. I'm going to need Hallie to roll a stealth check for me. Oh no. Okay. Uh, Can I just press the digitator to look a little older? Make her antlers bigger. In a world as filled with magic as it is, yeah. I feel like there's probably some kind of anti-fake age thing at a bar. Fair enough, fair enough. Alright, uh, so seven is what you got? Yeah. Alright, so as you all walk into the bar casually, ignoring that Spruce, by all accounts, should not be there, because if I recall, nah. Spruce is like two weeks old. 
It's like like two and a half months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's able to wander in totally fine, but Hallie clippity clops so loudly that like everyone in the bar turns like a new person came into an old Western saloon <laughs> and like everything goes quiet and everything to the, the player on the little, on the little piano was who was playing Jingle Bells just stops with a clong <laughs> and everyone just kind of turns. Can I give you a quick like this is what I imagined Please as do. the entrance go is that Spruce is like walking in totally confident doesn't know that he th- that he wouldn't be allowed to be in there. Hallie walks in like creeping in, like kind of <laughs> that weird cat creep, and then like knocks something over and like clunk clunk clunk. Like sl- you hear the hoofbeats because she's scrambling to try and catch something, and then knocks something else over, and then she turns her antlers and that knocks something else over, and then she freezes when the piano stops and is just like looking around. Uh oh. Are you scrabbling on the hard floor? <laughs> That's the part. She that can't I'm stand for some reason. It's like it's ice. Yeah. And then Paco Bell and Jack Frost just walk in after like Spruce is assuming that it's him and he's like Bro what? <laughs> just act normal, guys. Can we just, just have maybe some milk? Uh-huh. He turns. Yeah, I'll get you some milk. You can take that table over there. looking for which which table he gestured broadly and you see no tables are empty so you're not sure what he's talking about can you be more specific please which table you know the table no i'm looking around is there an empty table anywhere no there is one that is only sat at by one person Young boy is not the way to describe him. You can tell that he's an, a, like at least a teenager, but he has this idea, like this this image of just a lot of. He's very baby faced, and he gives this sort of impression of like immaturity and timidity. And he's got these big like Coke bottle kind of glasses and this little slick side, yellow, like blonde hair. He kind of like looks up at you and his eyes are magnified by the Coke bottle glasses in a very cartoonish way. And he goes, oh, well, I could, I, I could move. You guys could take this table. Okay, sounds good. Um, it's crude, Paco Bell. Yeah, well, I don't know who that kid is, but he probably doesn't need to be part of a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I, I can go. I'm sorry. I'll go now. Okay, I'm... I'll buy you a drink for your trouble, okay? Really? Yeah, but not to sit here with it. You have to go away, though. Could could I have a chocolate malt? Is that the most expensive thing on the menu? It is not. Okay. Yeah, sure. He's going to take his chocolate malt and, and happily walk walk away. You get the impression that, like... This person seems like in another world, in another time, in another place, they mattered. As it stands right now, they're just a kid with a malt. Hmm. Made with the delicious chocolatey Ovaltine. <laughs> Is he wearing a ring? You can't tell. He's walked off with his malt. He's already gone? Okay. I bet he's got a decoder ring. Anyway... 
Also, Ovaltine is one of the only easily found milk malt powders in most places, as somebody whose favorite thing is chocolate malts. <laughs> Abuela's is pretty easy to find, too. I've only ever found Ovaltine, but I'm here for this. Two eggnogs, some milk, and, um, I don't know, some kind of protein drink, probably. I say ordering. I, I was more seeing if Spruce was having any kind of response to the protein drink. Oh. Oh, Spruce 100% thinks he's getting one of those nogs. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. So, Allie half thinks the protein drink is for her. The server's <laughs> going to come back, put the nogs in front of Jack and Paco Bell, puts the milk in front of Hallie, and puts the protein drink in front of Spruce. Anything else I can get you? No, not for now, I don't think. Does anyone need something else? I'll leave you to your clearly clandestine conversation. We just want a little, you know, privacy. It's not Whatever so you guys do in the privacy of your own home is We're your business. That's kind of my point. You're in public, so you can't really have the kind of privacy you're implying. Okay. I know how we could get some. If you would go that way. Yeah, there's, there's a guy over there who's um, running out of chocolate malt. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, I can help you right now, sir. I'm, t- I'm taking your lead, Paco Bell. No, you, you got to it. Get that That's... kid out of here. Had to get that waitress out of here. Nope. <laughs> what about that voice implied the character? <laughs> that gravelly voiced waitress. <laughs> what about that voice implied that was a female waitress? That was Joan Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> No, now it's Joan Claude Van Damme. That's the character. That it was a woman. Her name was Joan Claude Van Damme McCringle. Like, that is her name now. That is who she is. Uh, four of the five of us have grown up far enough south that we do know some old ladies who talk like that, though. So, yeah. They just smoke three packs of Misty's a day. All her like... packs of Virginia Slims. Yes. Uh, yep. Yes. Those long boys. The Virginia Slims or Newport Pleasures. Oh. <laughs> God. Unfiltered. <laughs> you pack of 140s. Spruce is going to lift his mug and, like, sniff it. It is a mug of protein drink, and I just kind of want you to imagine what that would smell like. It's very... way-y. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to, like, just set it back down because he does not know this smell or understand it and sort of, like try to be really sneaky and slide it across the table and just swap it with one of the eggnogs. Roll stealth. I'm gonna point out Pachelbel's holding his. <laughs> yeah! Which is why this is gonna be great. Yeah. Can I can I help Spruce? You want to roll an assist for stealth person who turned this bar into an old-timey saloon? <laughs> Not for stealth. I'm just gonna sneeze loudly on him because I see that Spruce is doing this thing and I want to be a distraction to Alright, that will add a plus two to your roll, Jenna. I was gonna say, can I also help her steal my drink by looking away? <laughs> Do you want to? I just want the, this to happen. Sure! Add another two, Jenna. Okay, that brings me up to 12. <laughs> roll a uh, perception. Nat one. <laughs> magical 
All right, Spruce is able to swap the drinks. So, Jack, you're gonna take your drink and lift it up, expecting the sweet, silky taste of delicious, creamy eggnog. And instead, your mouth will be filled with a gritty, powdery, thick substance <sighs> that is very clearly protein powder that has been over put into a drink, making it chalky. My eggnog's chewy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's got grit in it. <laughs> if you're a bird, it'll help you digest. <laughs> I wish I was a bird. <laughs> All right, Nelly Furtado. I push it away. Oh God, what a dated reference now. That makes me sad. It's not dated. Oh, I feel so old right now. She's still cool. It's still cool. Nelly Furtado's still <laughs> like a thing. It's totally, totally relevant. I'm like a thing. That everybody knows. <laughs> Spruce, you're going to swap the drink. Pacobel is going to turn with his tankard. Hallie is going to have her trough of milk. And all of you are going to lean forward and decide. What's your next move? <laughs> 